Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Guys, 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 it's Michael McMillan, one of the hosts of the show. Yes, I'm interrupting before the show even begins. But guess why? Because we've got brand new t-shirts and merch over at our Public store. Uh, you'll find a link to it in this episode's show notes. That's the thing that you see when you tap on the episode and you scroll down. You're like, oh, that's what this episode was about. It'll also be in our bio on our Instagram page. But enough of how you get there. What is it? It's a brand new, super cute Bigfoot portal design by our friends over at the Little Friends of Printmaking. There's a couple variations of the design. You can get it on mugs. You can get it on shirts. You can get it a few different ways. It's pretty great. Just like Bigfoot. It comes in all sa- all shapes and sizes. Um, all right. So head over to Tee Public Bigfoot Collectors Club. Check out the new merch and shirts. Enjoy it and enjoy today's episode. Bye-bye. It's Bigfoot Collectors Club with Bryce and Michael. (laughs) I know a ghost story or two. Let's do this. (laughs) Yeah, it was fine. I didn't go back the next day. It's okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Bigfoot Collectors Club. I'm your host, Michael McMillan. Uh, This is the show where we tell stories of high strangeness and talk to amazing guests about their personal paranormal history. Usually with me, but not today, is your other host, Bryce Johnson. Bryce is off working on a top-secret project that he's Mm -hmm. uh, hinted around and about that we are still not allowed to tell you what it is. But you will hopefully find out soon. Very soon, I'm sure. Um, so he's off doing that. He'll be back next week. We're very excited for what he's working on. And when we get to share it with you guys, uh, you will find out is probably uh, everything. You, you We'll find out everything, all the details together. Yeah. I'll say that. Yeah. Because we've, as we've discussed in private, Riley and I, that Bryce... Bryce Keep secrets. Not forthcoming. He's not forthcoming. You'll find out about stuff, and, and I'm like, hey, so what is this thing? We've You've told us what it is, but what is it? And he'll be like, that's dead. That's just a thing you worry about. I'm like, okay. This is also hard to talk about without talking about it. But, the uh, thing itself, yes. We'll get into all this at a later date. Uh, you know this guy. This is Riley, super producer. Hi, guys. 
And uh, with us today is an amazing guest that is returning to the show. She is a co-host of a brand new podcast called The Witch and the Medium. She's the medium, and she's also an intuitive. Uh, welcome back to the podcast, friend of the show, Adela Levine. Yay, Hi, how Hi. are you? Thanks for having me back. Um, before we get into it, we have a little bit of uh, business, not business, but we do have something to mention here in the community. We lost somebody important to oh, UFOlogy, yeah. one of the big, big guys. Uh, Stanton Friedman died last week. Um and uh, he's basically the guy you know about Roswell because of mm-hmm. Stanton Friedman. Um, and instead of rambling on, I'm just going to be uh, forthcoming. I'm just going to go to his Wikipedia page. I'm going to read a couple of facts about him just to kind of honor. Spread some information. Who he was, spread some information. Yeah. So Stanton Terry Friedman, uh, born July 29th, 1934, died May 13th, 2019, was a nuclear physicist and professional ufologist who resided in uh, Fredericton, New Brunswick, Canada. He was the original civilian investigator of the Roswell UFO incident. He worked on research and development projects for several large companies. Um, in 1970, Friedman left full-time employment in um, in the nuclear physics world uh, as a physicist to pursue the scientific investigation of unidentified flying objects. Since then, he gave lectures at more than 600 colleges and to more than 100 professional groups in 50 states, 10 provinces provinces and 19 countries outside the u.s additionally he worked as a consultant on the topic he published more than 80 ufo related papers and appeared on many radio and television programs boy we would have loved to have him on bigfoot collectors club yeah he also provided written testimony to congressional hearings and appealed twice at the united nations Friedman consistently favored the use of the term flying saucer in his work, saying, Flying saucers are, by definition, unidentified flying objects, but very few unidentified flying objects are flying saucers. Strong point. I am interested in the latter, not the former. Friedman used to refer to himself as the flying saucer physicist because of his degrees in nuclear physics and work on nuclear projects. Um, there was one, uh, yes, Friedman was the first civilian to document the site of the Roswell UFO incident and supported the hypothesis that it was a genuine crash of an extraterrestrial spacecraft. In 1968, Friedman told the Committee of the United States House of Representatives that the evidence suggests that Earth is being visited by intelligently controlled extraterrestrial vehicles. Freeman also stated he believed that UFO sightings were consistent with magno, uh, magnetohydrodynamic propulsion. Yeah, yeah, magnetic hydrodynamic propulsion. Um, anyway, uh, so uh, sagged by uh, high yeah. honors to Stanton Friedman. My dad, actually, of all people, heard him speak at the um, Roswell UFO Festival uh, a few years ago. Yeah, my dad went to the Roswell UFO Festival uh, with a buddy of his for like... He's into that? He's not. He's not at all. (laughs) That's what I was wondering. I mean, I think he's he's open-minded. He's actually... He's open-minded about it, but I think it was more they wanted to go as a to, to people watch and kind of check out the the festival and sort of they wanted to make, make fun, fun of people, of people. <laughs> a little bit, <laughs> maybe saying. a little. All right, 
But he did say he oh, did say that <laughs> he, he listened to Stan Friedman talk, and he was like, he, he made some really compelling points. Like, awesome. so I think that Stan yeah. Friedman had the respect of uh, skeptical dads everywhere, as well as UFO enthusiasts. So, yeah, he was um, pretty. He was huge. Yeah, he yeah. was like he wasn't like. There's a lot of people in that world, and he was pretty well together. Yeah, he had a skeptical mind. Right, he, he was rational. Right, He's he was obviously rational. super smart, and uh, wasn't someone to kind of get into the more. He wasn't a conspiracy minded guy. Right, right. Um, so anyway, I, I just thought you know that's a big deal. So we have to pay yeah. tribute to Stan Friedman. Um, Off into rest the in cosmos. Peace. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know, it's crazy. Well, he knows now a lot, doesn't he? That's, That's the true. first thing I thought. I was like, well, now he's knows. on the greatest adventure, yeah. or, you know, he's crossed through the all great the threshold. Are, all the questions have been answered. Yes, and uh, who better to have with us today than Adela <laughs> to talk about all this stuff? So point. what are the answers that we find oh, on the other side, <laughs> well, Adela? Well, here we go. What you I have access to some of this stuff, <laughs> day long. We're just like, tell us, yeah, <laughs> tell us everything. That is a broad question, Michael. <laughs> the answers. What's the first thing that people figure out when they when they uh, walk through that door? Yeah, yeah, pretty much what I hear a lot. And I just came from Utah and did readings for a week in... Oh, cool. Was it part of a festival, or what was it? No, no, I have a following there, and I've been going for like five years. Oh, cool. Believe cool. it or not, even in a small, small town, they'll love it, me saying Tree Mountain, me t- giving a shout-out to them. Oh, nice. Tree Mountain, Utah? Yeah. Cool. Shout-out. It's very tiny, and they're really sweet people. Hi, everybody. But anyway, the point is, is that... Um, that you know, as we all know, that Utah's like very Mormon-based, of course. Right, mm-hmm. And I do a lot of readings there where the people who've passed on will say things like, this is not at all what I thought it would be. And pretty much what they first discover is there are no, there's no rules. There's nobody waiting with a set of, you know, you know, this is what you have to do. This is what you not have to do. It's very easy. That's what I hear a lot. Like it's much easier than anybody anticipated. Like it's like walking out, of one room into another room. Right. And that's the biggest mm. thing I hear over and over. I mean, not just in Utah, but everywhere, every reading I do. But it's especially people who live their life extremely religious or or even very skeptical and mm-hmm. believed in nothing. Um, what people tend to say a lot is just that I just wish that it was explained this way and not, it, like even especially skeptical people who, who were like not into anything before they died. They're saying if if it was explained more this way, like more in a almost like a sci-fi way, where I just kind of slip into another dimension, I would have been more open. But people who usually come to me saying that are like, but with all the rules and regulations, it turned me off to believing that there was an afterlife. Right. 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 And so religion can often get in the way. Right. Yeah, because it sounds so restrictive the way it's framed. Like. There's a strong chance you could burn in hell after you die, which yeah. is like yeah. not fun to think about. Or even to them, heaven doesn't sound too fun to them either. So yeah. the way it's described where it's like an isolated, you know, only for people who are completely, you know, these perfect people. I so mean, it sounds like the worst party it, ever, it let's be honest. totally boring. And I think what they get really excited about, what I, and the second thing I hear is I didn't know I could be a part of everything. Wow. So they weren't expecting that they're a part of this world um, as well as the world they're in. Right. 
So right, right, it's right. very much more described, more like how you would think a sci-fi movie would be, where they're just slipping into one di- one dimension from one dimension to the other. It almost sounds like birth is harder. Birth than, is harder in some yeah, ways. Yeah, so that's true. I mean, look, it's tough. I mean, we we've all had people close to us who have passed, and there's been definitely, um, you know, there is suffering leading up to death a lot of times with illness or other yes. other ways, but uh-huh. the act of passing itself you're saying is that's right Michael. E- is easy yes that's true now i'm saying dying like that, can be hard that's right that what they'll say is the the um ailments leading up to death is worse and every reading every person will say something different like some people will say my biggest fear was i was going to lose my mind mm-hmm. and once that started to happen i just i had to go Mm. And some people say my biggest fear was like being in a wheelchair and I just couldn't handle just being not being able to move ever. So it's not the actual like dot when they're leaving, mm-hmm. like in the end, sometimes even what looks very painful that people are seeing someone, in, you know, they're on a machine and all this stuff. They're saying I was kind of in and out of my body the whole time. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't suffering as much as you saw in the body. It's like the avatar is like going through, you know, malfunction, but my, but the energy was already kind of in and out. And they always say the same thing. I, there's some great design that we don't have to, we're not suffering as much as you think. That's good to know. And so they, <laughs> so they slip out and they, when they go out, what there's a lot of people are surprised about is that I just didn't think I was going to be so aware. And that goes for people who take their lives. They're very surprised that they are aware of everything. I get, I sometimes wake up in the middle of the night and I'll have this really acute anxiety of like at one moment, I, I mean, this clearly I'm like anxious person. If this is like, sometimes I jump, <laughs> jump, yeah. jump wide awake. And I'm like, I get anxious about the moment when I'm. It's actually going to happen, and I'm aware uh, exactly what you're describing. I get anxious about being aware of, oh fuck, I am dying right now. For some reason, yes. that idea terrifies me sometimes, and that's something that I've had to like try to help myself through. Just, right. uh, just the ine- I think it's also just the inevitability of it. Yes. Like there's, there's one yeah. guarantee. Is that I will experience death yeah. at some point, and you know, and I do take comfort in that we uh, that all of us do, mm-hmm. you know, um, in a way. But you know what I'm saying? It's I not like this. Saying, it's yeah. not like anchored in this narcissistic like death of ego kind of thing. It's it's just fuck. That's gonna be weird. There's so many things that we avoid doing our whole life because we find them scary. Well, this is. It's good that you say. That's another point that I hear all the time. Is that if I knew it felt this way i wouldn't have lived in a lot of fear right and that i've been told from that realm that that's what pretty much we're sold that's what everything we're doing is based around this fear of death like you know that's how everything's being able to sell to us like products and and um everything about life in general is the idea that you know we're people don't want people to really know people who are kind of in power positions, know a lot of these secrets. And the, it's that the idea that it really isn't something as fearful as like you're describing, like you, the people don't feel like, oh my gosh, this is coming. They're like, I'm aware this is happening. And if I just knew it was this simple, I wouldn't have lived my life so restrictive. Whoa. So there's a lot of 
Like, why did I do that? You know, but I'm learning now because I've seen it myself. I've been to that place, not just in readings, but myself many times. And it is really that simple. It's just like stepping out and you're still in this realm. You just aren't restricted and bounded by the physical part of you. But nothing really has changed as far as your awareness of this realm. The frustration of that realm is the living doesn't know. And that's where I'm supposed to honor the dead by going, I'm going to say the words you're saying, I'm going to give the message. They're like, yeah, we're frustrated. Like, so why did this happen? What, what, why is this balance off? Why do we finally get to go, oh, okay. And now we want to go help. And everyone thinks that we need their help. We don't need their help. We're trying to help. You guys are the ones in a restrictive dimension. Are ghosts mm-hmm. watching me masturbate? Yes. And they- <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> And this is there what goes they, that. This is what they told me to tell you, Michael. Um, no, actually. Slower, <laughs> more sensual. Not Enjoy so it. many times. No, what they're. <laughs> I've actually. Put it down. I have actually. Just put it down. Just, it's okay. You have plenty of time. But no, actually, I've asked this question because I get this question a lot. And this is how I seriously, I ask these questions and this is what I've gotten. The answer is once you pass to them, it's like watching a baby in a diaper. It's like they've surpassed it. Sometimes, literally, in my case. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. I yeah. like putting well, on a big you know, old diaper. I don't know what to say to that. That's preferences <laughs> and uh, other things. But moving on. Just so getting, getting free. Yeah. No, no fear. No, just I mean, free. I feel, yeah, I could see it that. I mean, I guess I've, I've sort of, I mean, because that's the thing that always bothers. Like, you know, sometimes I'll be like, taking a crap and you're like are there ghosts watching me do this right now well, they're not they're not watching they are okay i mean for, how many ghosts are in the bathroom while in i'm the, in there in this the realm is within the realm so kind of look at like an onion it's a layer upon a layer oh, okay so like they're a layer of of an uh, a realm outside this realm and so you know how like I couldn't wait to say this to Michael because I used his show True Blood in many, 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 many classes and many, many readings. Cool. When awesome. people are like, well, how do I let them in or how did I tell them to leave? I'm like, well, like in the show, they are dead. I mean, they're vampires, but they're dead. And you know yeah. how you have to ask permission to come in. And then when they leave, they out. I would give that example. I said, somebody must have based this as based on some real spiritual rules. Right. And that is true. So it is a realm within a realm, right? Kind of similar to the how that where there was a realm within realms. There was a lot of realms within realms. Yeah. But it is kind of more of an invisible realm. And they are seeing and, and participating, but they have a lot of other things going on. And... And yep. the diaper thing is really how they see it. They see it like, yeah, you know, you're not looking at a kid in a diaper thinking every minute that they're going to the bathroom every minute that you're seeing them. I hope you're not. because that would be I've never so thought about babies scary. that way. <laughs> you see it as like cute. I bet that and- baby's shitting right <laughs> now. Right now. <laughs> I hope you're not. But I mean, you see it as like, oh, they're cute. No, I mean, that's a silly stage. And that's how they see it. Yeah. I mean, mm. I, I would think that like, uh, I've had discussions with this with like family members too, where they're like, oh, I just don't want them to be on the other side. And then they're disappointed I, about this or that or X or Y. And I'm like, well, if they're on the other side and they're in the after, you know, the afterlife, a lot of what we consider huge concerns here on Earth, they must have so much more perspective on now. Mm-hmm. And they go, it's not a big deal. It's not like you, tran- you literally transcend 
what makes us human, obviously. So it's a like, lot of the stuff, yeah. you're not going to be annoyed by the same no, shit, you know. Not at all. Yeah. It's like, oh, grandma's rolling in her grave because, you know, we took the curtains down. It's like, grandma doesn't care about the curtains no, anymore. No, they don't. And that's and a, then they realize how stupid it was to con- be concerned right. about the curtains to begin with. That's right. That's yeah. exactly right. And that's the thing is that I try to compare it to imagine you were given an island of your own and everything of your whim. You're never going to die. You're never going to get hurt. You have everything you ever possibly you're not sitting there worrying about you know all these other details i mean that's like that times a million so yeah their perspective is like why this was so important to me and now that the the veil is just a consciousness that gets lifted and then you're like oh wow i can see how there's so much more and i feel i got to go help these people who are still caught in this very, you know, minute detail, blinded, you know, way of life. So who are the ghosts? Like, ghosts. No, no, I'm talking ghosts. Ghosts, okay. What, why are are there spirits who just get stuck and don't cross over? If it's just that easy to walk into another room. When we hear about haunted houses and Mm -hmm. hauntings and like... The, the 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 gray lady and stuff like this where there's like mm-hmm. ghosts that are seen walking down uh you know stairs or old haunted uh, hallways yeah w- what's going on there okay so hauntings which I did a I started a YouTube page to answer all these questions and I did one on on the truth about hauntings and um because this is a big question all the time and I wanted to explain to people that hauntings aren't really hauntings. So what happens is there are spirits that get traumatized or they choose, just like here, someone chooses not to see something. I've had to tell people they're dead and they choose not to believe it because they don't want to believe it. Just like people do stuff like that here where you're like, hey, you're not looking at this. And they're like in denial. And then there's people who are traumatized, but not all the time. And then what happens is that when people go ghost hunting and they're like, oh, that place has the most blah, blah, blah. Well, a lot of the spirits, what I call them bad boys and girls, I think it's fun to kind of free. They don't care about the spiritual law we talked about. And they Mm -hmm. think it's fun to mess with people. Mm -hmm. No one's ever talking to that realm. No one cares about that realm, but they want to go to this house and everybody seems to want to talk and see spirits. So a bunch of, a lot of energies will be there, not just attached to a house. Like they're not attached to houses. The ones that are repeating are the ones that kind of don't know. They're kind of like they're like juvenile delinquent they're, spirits. There's juvenile. They're delinquent. like rowdy teenagers. Rowdy, I've had them say that ghosts. to me. They've been like, yeah. "Oh, what's the big deal? I just moved a door." And I said, "Do you remember how that would freak you out when you were alive? Like you can't do that. You know that's against the the rules." One and then the ones that are really are injured and lost, we will do those repeat. It's like looping time. Right. They just keep repeating. They're like looking at you and, hey, how come you took this from me? And you're like, what is this? You know, they don't even see you. They right. see the person. Right. It's right, like a right, loop right. in time. Being stuck in. Being stuck in. Isn't a, that kind of like hell? Isn't that essentially being in hell at not that point? Really, because they don't really know. They're kind of actually reliving the injury, just like people do here. People do right. it here all the time. Right. People mm. get relationships and you're like, hey, you're yelling at me, but it sounds like you're talking to your dad or something because that's not me. Right. It's just... It's, they don't even escape the progr- their programming right. and That's death. right. And so they do eventually get freed from it. And there are... and things get like into a turn into a different area when someone's like i'm aware and i just don't care right yeah so what goes wrong 
at the moment of death that people get stuck in that kind of loop? Sometimes it's trauma. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's definitely like extreme trauma. Sometimes it's just a lot of pain and they just can't get past that pain mm-hmm. because the light people talk about isn't an actual light. It's an awakening. It's an awareness. It's again, the conscious lifting and going, oh, wow. And some people are like, I don't want to let this go. It's too scary to look at really what happened to me. I've had even people say, I'm afraid to face the person who hurt me. Right. I wondered yeah. about that too. If like some spirits are scared because if they, <clears throat> if they've been brought up, like there's heaven and hell and it's like, I'm just going to hang back here because I don't want to face any type of judgment that they're taught that they might face on the other side. It can be that. And it could also be, let's say someone was murdered and they're afraid of the person who they're afraid that they're going to be with this person. Mm -hmm. But it's really like they're still dead. They still have crossed over. It don't get me wrong. It's not that they haven't crossed over. They just haven't come to a higher awakening of like, guess what? Things can be, you can learn more. There's so much more out there. You're just, you're just like people do here. You're like, hanging out in the lobby yeah, of, out, the, right. of the uh, right. invisible realm. And right. instead of going to like, you should check out the penthouse suite. Right. It's pretty cool exactly. up there. Awesome. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. There you go. That's fascinating. Yeah. Do, do people who have lived and died on earth stay on earth in death? Or is it sort of, are you not bound to this? planet what oh. riley's asking is if he can fly to alpha centauri yeah when he's a spirit absolutely exactly they are not bound to this earth at all okay. actually no none of the spirits are bound to the earth they are all exploring those type of dimensions and other um universes and things and planets and stuff it's what i'm trying to say it's it's an it's a realm it's an energy within a realm so kind of imagine um you're like uh, the, the internet is right. The internet's mm-hmm. a whole world of its own, and you go on and you log it while you're sitting in your chair. That's the same with spirits; they can be logging on to all the things that are going on here while they're enjoying all kinds of interesting uh, realms. And can you have like multiple tabs open, like being, multiple, multiple being mini? It's times endless a million, tabs, endless, endless tabs. tabs. It's like surrounding you. That's how they show Chrome, it. Yeah, as I want. <laughs> As many tabs as you want. All right. Yeah, it's like... Sounds it's, good. The inner, I feel like technology has finally helped me explain its very, very raw, basic version of that world. Do you think, hmm. though, that, there, that there's something to that, that technology is sort of evolving to uh, re- almost replicate or mirror yes, absolutely. some of this other stuff that's oh, really yeah. going on? Oh, yeah. I'm so excited about it because like VR, Whether for consciously instance, or not, you know? Yeah. I feel like it's helping us understand dimensions and understand being in multiple timelines and understand, because think about if 50 years ago, the idea of you're listening to you right now while someone's looking at pictures of you. I mean, you're in multiple places. That would have been hard to understand. Yeah. And getting an email and like, how does how is Michael talking to me? Well, I think we've talked about it on the show, mm-hmm. or at least I've had this idea on the show of like, uh, you know, like texting is almost to me like telepathy yeah you know because yeah. it's you are communicating thoughts yes. you're not no one is verbalizing anything you're, you're t- spot on and That's at some right. point there will come a point where like you don't even have to type to text anyone anymore just like so i don't know how but like it's you know yeah. i absolutely think it's progressing us and i heard you say that before and that's actually what i tell people all the time i say texting is like telepathic talking for them so a lot of times i do readings i go let 
people know out loud because your voice is a vibration. And when you're thinking thoughts, it's almost like a text for them that they know you got the text, but you didn't say anything back. And they kind of miss that, you know, vibrational connection. So absolutely. Right. Yeah, that's exactly where it's like I said, it's introducing us slowly to that world. That's that's pretty wild. How how does reincarnation play into all this? That idea, like when you've left this body and you're in the spirit realm, like do you, do you come back? Or? Well, you know, I don't believe yeah. in reincarnation. Dale is not down on the reincarnation. I'm not I'm a bit... of, I just want to bring it up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Riley. Everyone's going to be screaming to like what? Um, okay. So this is the reason why for me is because. There are so much multiple places to be, and there are so much multiple timelines that it just didn't, I tried it, I looked into it, it just never has resonated Mm -hmm. in the traditional sense of people kind of going, I I die, and then I just get another body. I do feel like our energies can be in other places, Mm -hmm. like you're asking, and you're experiencing other things, but it just hasn't resonated with me to be uh, necessary. Because you grow and you learn in the other realm, this is not the only realm that you you can grow and learn from. This is just the most hardest because of the limitation of consciousness Hmm. and you know, because we are, we believe that this is it, the walls around us, and that we're very limited in what we can do. But I don't feel like people think this is the only place you can learn. I just don't see that. Hmm. You you look like you just got your balloon popped. <laughs> no, not at all. I'm thinking, thinking about. And I've never like, had a spirit go. Well, sorry, I reincarnated, and so I'm still open to understanding. Is it a a piece of them that's still existing, and maybe they did reincarnate? But I just never have resonated it for myself. I can't remember where I heard for me, this. Everybody, this uh, microphone is really swiveling Wait, so around you, on me. Oh, you can just give it a give this, it a good there, twist good, there. Thank you. Yeah. So I feel do you like get a ghost w- is watching me. <laughs> well, how many in that. the room right now? B- ballpark. There are so many spirits. I, I, spirits <laughs> are we growing a, a, an audience in the? Afterlife? Well, you do realize that I pull a lot of. Oh, you, you brought, know, you got yeah. an entourage. I mean, it's not that they follow me; it's just somebody's listening. Yeah, yeah. and you guys are interested, so they're right. like, "Yeah, yeah, that's how it works." We had that. Come on in, guys. <laughs> cool yeah keep saying that last time like electrical problems i know which haven't (laughs) stay uh, out of the computer which haven't ended by the way they've They've only only gotten gotten worse worse. yeah yeah because you guys are you're talking a lot about this realm we had um full disclosure to the audience (laughs) yeah we had two full episodes that we, we recorded this month three actually one for the patreon as well that got completely erased erased no not erased all the audio somehow recorded it almost it was like a joke it sounded like spooky afterlife recording it was like everything had this weird delay on it and it was all distorted so like if i'd be talking it was like wark, 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 wark. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it all sounded fine when we recorded and i went back to edit the episodes and it was just like oh that's completely awesome unusable. welcome to my world yeah but can you I, maybe uh talk to you you whatever. have to cleanse you guys are doing a lot of vortexing energy in this space so you have to cleanse it who does that for us i'll clean it for you i can clean it yeah Yeah. we could do i think we could use it but you have to also do it every kind of week seriously like i'm not it's it's actually true like it's why like people don't believe it until they see it around me yeah that things just don't work i've walked up to computers 
uh, at stores and people freak out because their computer just freeze. They're like, I don't know what's going on. And the person next to them's fine. And then I step away. And yeah. so it's like, if you're creating the, this vibration, it will start to, they'll start to, their favorite thing is to mess with electronics. You have like a perfect There's atmosphere. I'm picturing like the Ghostbusters, like <laughs> spooky lighting, going, <laughs> yeah. like shooting around here yeah. and then Pretty like much. hearing giggling. All right, we're going to take a quick break, make sure that everything is <laughs> good working. on the motherboard. <laughs> and when we come back, we're going to talk to Adela about what she's been up to since the last time she was on the show. Can I attract can we attract cryptids by talking about them? I feel like cryptics are kind of if they're if you believe they're interdimensional, yeah, it's the same like aliens. You can pull them in. Wait, so on that point, in this in the spirit realm, are there there's non human entities in there too? Oh yeah, absolutely. Are there animal entities in there? Absolutely, like a ton. Yeah, I've I've done readings. I can have a dog. Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) The the animals are so much easier to talk to because they're not caught up in the emotional part. People are more more upset about it. Animals tell me all the time, like, I saw that, I've seen that dimension the whole time I'm alive, and when it's time to go, I just drop the body and go. That's why animals uh, have such a more yeah. idea about it. They stick around for us because they know we're very emotionally uh, scared of death. So they kind of do as best they can to stick around for us, and then they're like, I got to get out. And that's why when I talk to them, they come very quick. Wow. It's not cool. a big deal for them. So, so then what about intergalactic entities? Like... Intergalactic entities like you're talking about, like entities that lived and died phys- physical lives on other planets. Yeah, I've never really, I've seen those things, but I, I've seen them. I mean, you distance. guys are always picking on stuff I never talk about, and then now I'm just talking about. That's um, why we <laughs> do the show. <laughs> um, well, there's. I know you probably have heard of the Watchers, right? Yes, we talked about this last time you were yeah, on the show. And those, yeah, and those those are kind of. T- kind of like that these are like the dudes and that are blue that are in the room no 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 those are oh, those I are different the watchers are like the old old um i think they even done a comic book about it right oh they're literally like in they're, they're, like uatu the watcher in marvel comics like they're the, the way i've seen them is they're ancient 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 you know what they look like closest to me is fifth uh fifth element you know the ones with the hoods and they're have the they look they're they're supposed to be as ancient as they come. Now the ones you're talking about, I I mostly talk to interdimensional, but I'm definitely don't think that's not a, I mean that's definitely possible. I've heard from that realm that's just all normal. That mm. that's just kind of not a problem. I, I mean, want to talk can we talk keep talking about the watchers for a second. <laughs> so the watchers are they are non-corporal corporeal beings entities that never were living that are now spirits they've always lived in the spirit realm they are um, they from what i've seen they've been around from almost the beginning that's why they're called the watchers this is some like old school cool. marvel comic shit like this is but awesome I, I didn't even know that about the marvel stuff till later i saw them years and years ago right and i didn't know what they were and they are kind of hooded and they don't talk they don't talk. They at don't all. talk. They're very. They're like. There's no warm, fuzzy feeling. It's a very like. We're here to make sure certain things don't. 
go a certain way, and that is it. Are they like security guards? They're be, they're like spe- no, 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 no. I don't mean <laughs> to diminish their level. No, no, no. I'm saying like, <laughs> are they are they guards? They're guardians. Guardians. They're guardians, but they are guardians to the up I degree. I feel like I really pissed they're- off a watcher right now, and I'm <laughs> yeah. No, I'm a little like scared. Security guard, Michael. Really. <laughs> They're going to be like, really? Come on. Did you just call me a mall cop? <laughs> <laughs> You're not even a real cop, watcher. Good job, watcher. No, Ever they- since my mom's been dating you. <laughs> Chad. My life sucks. <laughs> they- no, they are actually like, they don't talk. It's hard to explain. They don't talk. They show up. And when they show up, it's like this empowerment. It's kind of similar to what people would see as archangels. Right. Um, in the sense that the energy is like beyond, beyond, and they just don't mess around. Like they're not here to explain anything to you mm-hmm. and say, oh, welcome to a good feeling. And, you know, we're just trying to help you guys realize they're, they're not about that. What are their relationships like with spirits once you cross, that have crossed over? Their whole job is, is in the collective whole to their collective actively making sure they're not dealing with the spirit. They're kind of more dealing with making sure we aren't crossing certain bounds and other things aren't Here crossing certain bounds. Yeah, and other, other entities aren't crossing certain and bounds. And whose directive are they following? From what I've seen, this is only, I've only seen is that th- it's their directive. Okay. They're not, I've never heard like we're following, because in that realm, everything's a collective whole and everyone has a role. There's right. no hierarchy. They don't even see, nobody sees themselves of higher or lower. They see that this is our role and everybody knows their role and they work together in kind. So it's just known that's their role. That's like they've been around from for a very, very long, from the beginning of time. That's all I've seen, and it's pretty intense. And What are the chances that they have really kick-ass swords? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, you know what they remind me of? I'm telling you, they remind... Did you see, you know, in the fifth element, those, those guys... Yeah, but with, it's been so long since I've seen it, I'm not, okay. I can't remember specifically. So if everybody goes back and looks, they have these hoods, and they just kind of are grumpy almost. They're okay. not grumpy, but they're not nice about anything. They're stern. They're stern. Got it. And so... The swords, though, is kind of an energy um, thing that would be like archangels. Right. But angels aren't really what people think. They're not feathered beings right. and stuff. Right. Yeah. So um, <laughs> so this is great. Last time you were here, you had talked about you were having more, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, more contact with this sort of side of things. And we've, t- we've talked a little bit about... Um, extraterrestrials and contact with ETs. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you just started a new podcast. Yes. Um, so I want to hear a little bit. Will you tell us a little bit about that? And then also like what, what work, where's your, where's your work been taking you in the past, you know, year or so past uh, six, seven months. I can't remember the last time it was, it's almost it's been, been a, a year since yeah. you've been on the show. Yeah. I think it was like the anniversary show. Yeah, that might be. Yeah, I yeah. think it was like back in <clears throat> October. I think it was. I think we yeah. had you on in October. In October. So it's been seven months. Yeah, yeah that was about right. Yeah. Um, so I started a YouTube channel because I get so many emails asking me a lot of questions. So I, you know. It's just me with a lot of different accounts. <laughs> <laughs> Just Michael kept over and over asking these questions. So, no, I started the YouTube channel because, okay, first of all, I mean, I'll admit that, you know, lazily I did not want to 
do it because I was like, I could just, you know, play Fortnite or something. But, but instead I was like, people keep asking me these questions. So I did start a YouTube channel where I'm asked, uh, answer, I'm, I, broke i'm breaking everything down i realized before i would give too much at once mm. so now i've done that so people can learn like you know what are shadow people or how what happens you know paranormal activity how do i get rid of it stuff like that and then so i've been doing that and uh, me and my friend mystic dylan he's a he's a professional witch everybody's got a friend named mystic dylan <laughs> right everybody has a professional witch friend right <laughs> yeah. i mean that dude sounds normal, awesome already right? <laughs> we gotta get mystic dylan on the show he totally wants to he's a oh that'd be great I, I listened yeah. to the second episode of the show there's yeah. only a couple out so right. far right yeah it was only, great we've only done two we're not we don't have a setup like this we're like totally paper clipping like show but it, you, we're like we just got to do it you know so we're like yeah. we'll just start somewhere and so he and i have known each other for quite some time and the cool thing about him is that he is a reader he's a tarot card reader he does throws the bones and mm-hmm. he's a voodoo witch cool. and he's kind of a hoodoo witch he's kind of like all of it but he's a, he's like a disney fan like he's he's not like what people think he likes to frequent the jack skeleton <laughs> shop in uh, new orleans square <laughs> in disneyland i mean he's like he does serious stuff yes. like he does serious stuff but he's he's way more bubbly than i am he's like, not like a dark yeah. occultist no he's people a, but he he is an occultist, occultist but people think like they're like whoa but and so what we have in common is that we're very both grounded we we both kind of laugh at the world we're in this crazy world we're in and we also happen to think very similar we're not woo woo and we're very kind of in the same but the difference is he's a witch and so his way of approaching things and all of that is different than my way as a medium and an intuitive so we talk we cover subjects that go, this is a perspective from him and how he would approach it. And this is a perspective from me and how I approach it. And he's very fascinated with how I can just talk to spirits like on a dime because he can't, that's harder for him. And I'm kind of always fascinated with how he does spells and things like that. So do you do spells much? Do you, do you practice any type of magic? I do pra- practice magic and that's kind of what we talk about, but mine is all very intuitive and I, mine came from that realm. Whereas his is kind of more like to me, more grounded in earth. Like I'm more about energy and I've, I do do candle magic, but I'm, it's very not like, I don't come to me about the moon and what day and all that go to him. That's Got not it. my thing. I'm like, I push energy. I have done it for people and it has worked, but I, it takes a lot of energy and I've done it for myself and it's worked, but I'm kind of more like use my sight on the idea of going which way to turn left or right and looking through time. Mm. Right. You've brought this up before the aspect of right. like looking through time. Right. And remote viewing and that kind of thing. And so that's what that podcast is about is how we approach things different. But yeah, I I can look through someone's path and see the timeline. And I, it's not like I say to you, you have to do this. I just say, look, this is where it's going. And if you go left and right, like, let's say it's about a job or let's say, like in your case, it's an audition mm-hmm. or something like this. I can see the casting person. I can see all that. I mm-hmm. can jump time and see what it's going to all look like. And I've done court cases and things like that. Oh, wow. So remote viewing helps with seeing all those things. And then I say, if you go left, right, like the Matrix, 
But sometimes people are like, you know, screw Dale, and they do what they want. Most people want advice and rarely take it. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. just what people do. Yeah, and the thing is, the thing, the difference with me is that people remember I'm not giving advice; I'm actually seeing it. So people will a lot of times follow, and they'll send me emails going that you know that shit happened, and thank you, and I did go that direction, but I'm not pushing it on people. Well, it was really right. funny because. Uh, we, we've just been sort of a disaster this month. We've been traveling a bunch, and <laughs> Bryce isn't here. Yeah. It was funny because uh, we actually were supposed to record this episode yesterday, mm-hmm. and uh, a guest had canceled, which yeah. is fine. That's what happens. Right. And I reached out to Adele, and I was like, hey, can you fill in for tomorrow? And this is a couple days ago. And she said, yes, if it changes... Let me know. And I'm like, no, we're locked in for 1230. I'm like, not, I wasn't annoyed with her at all. I'm just like, no, 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 <laughs> we're locked problem? in. This is going to be, <laughs> yeah. This, we, I, I was like, no, we're locked. I literally was like, we're locked in for 1230. Don't worry, you know. And then, of course, like Riley's like, hey, I have to reschedule. And I was like, like moments later. Really? Uh, yeah, like uh, moments later. Thanks yeah. for preparing him for that. Yeah. And I, was I like, go, oh, I well, when you know it, she's like, yeah, that's why I uh, kind of just said I'm flexible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had a feeling. All right. So it's kind of like that in set four, except for with, um, that's kind of my favorite thing. I mean, I love the spirit world. They're both my, they're both awesome. But I think my favorite thing is being able to um, jump time. Yeah, I would say that's a pretty cool <laughs> ability. She said yeah, casually. Yeah. So yeah. do you see it as like time traveling or do you see it? How would you describe it? Like, Take us through, walk us through what that experience is is like. Yeah, it feels, it definitely feels like when I'm able to see it, I'm in that space. Like, let's say I say to you, this is going to happen in two or three months, which I can see the time. And I'll say, this is all the things that will lead up. And in this moment, this is when I see you sitting in this office and I can see conversations. Like, this is what the person's going to say. And Now, when you say you see it, like, are you... Closing your eyes and letting the visions come, or are you like right now as we're talking? Can you see? I don't other need stuff? to close my eyes. For it's shit. like picture and it's like p- picture it's, and picture. Yeah, like 1997 yeah. style. Yeah, it's just I'm sitting here like this, and my eyes are open, and I can see it, and I can see the where you're at in the building, and I am. Um, that's where remote viewing helps. Are you seeing something specific right now? I mean, I'm not trying to read you, no. but sometimes things come out and I don't mean is it to. A, is it rude to ask if you're seeing something and we could talk you, about it now? Do you want to know? Sure. I don't know. I got a <laughs> hint that the, like, if, I'm just curious. And if you're like, oh, there's nothing coming through right now, that's cool. No, what happens is, is that sometimes when I try to flippantly say things, right. people a lot of times will say, yeah, that that's actually happening. And I don't. I'm not me, or they'll go, yeah, it, it totally adheres to the person, even if I'm trying not to. Right. Like, I'm not trying to invade your space, but uh, if I, you, I, I try We to- can always cut this, too, you know, <laughs> if some, if, if it, but, you know, not to put you on the spot, but I'm curious. Well, I think I saw that you're, I definitely saw some a new projects something's coming up but it looked like an office building it didn't look like interesting like you know i don't know where I finally leave the business <laughs> no 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 Welcome no it's HR, not Michael. it's not le- <laughs> <laughs> it's finally laying up the Wait, acting hat delivering fruit baskets <laughs> 
you're walking in and they say, no, I actually saw you having a meeting. It did not look like that kind of office. It looked like a big kind of office with, with glass walls, that type of, you know, cliche thing. But I feel like what I saw happening is that you weren't sure about it because, um, it didn't seem like because you didn't weren't interested in it, but it was taking you a little bit different direction, not out of acting, but right. kind of like, I don't know if it's like they want you to host something or if it's like something that you're going, this looks like the money's really good. Everything about I'll it looks it. good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. I just saw you kind of, the reason why I think it kept coming up is because it looked very positive. And maybe I'm supposed to warn you, usually when I see those things, like to maybe give it a chance. For some reason, it's only only because maybe you just didn't picture yourself doing that. Where, how far down the line are you thinking this? Um. Well, I'm hearing like June. Okay. Wow, but that's this, this is like kind of more like when you're having the meeting about it. Okay. Okay, so this is when it's presented to you. And I, I do kind of see it as like, the vision I get is when a, a ball, I don't know anything about baseball, but when some ball throws from left field, I don't know what that <laughs> yeah, means. <laughs> yeah, sports talk. When someone's like, something comes out of left field. Yeah, and yeah, like, oh, but yeah, yeah, so I feel like it literally hits you like, where did this come from? Even though you're not totally shocked, it's just not the direction or the auditions you were going on. Got it. But it's kind of like they want you to go, well, we saw this, we like you for this, and would you be interested? So I just see you like tempted mm-hmm. but nervous about is this what i'm going to be doing cool in that kind of way so yeah so sometimes like what happens is like i kept like you notice i kept repeating the same thing to you yeah and i've had people say why do you keep saying this like even in readings i'm like you know blah 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 and they're and i'm trying not to even try and so I was, why do you keep saying that because this is this and then i go oh, okay so then like with you, when you notice I'm repeating the same thing, I'm like, "What's this office? What are you? What are yeah, you talking about?" Yeah, I'm, tr- I'm trying to block it, but I'm not blocking it. Right? Yeah. So then, then when she say, "Okay, I'm allowed to," Taylor, you never have to block anything in the Bigfoot Collectors <laughs> Clubhouse. True. Let it blow. I this try, is like a I safe give, space. I give people, I give people their space, and even like in my everyday life, I it's hard like to it. Sometimes I'm like, "Why do I even bother?" But it's also because some things you don't want to see. Sure. Do you see your own life? Oh, yeah. Is that something, is that hard to deal with? Like, no, you- no, no, no. It's not hard to deal with at all because I've, um, there's been a few times where my sight's been cut off and I can't see. And is I, that some, like an, a watcher pulling the cord on the other end? Like, how, like, all, like right. all right. All right, you've seen enough. <laughs> or you're just getting like the Mad Men teaser version where they show you little clips, but yeah. none of it, none of it tells you anything, anything. about what next, no next week's episode is going to be. <laughs> I never There's a five-year-old the, reference for is you. Is that but, Mad Men? Because I did not like that Oh, show. dude, I loved Mad Men. Of course yes. you did. You were a male. Yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah. Cool. It's very anyway, misogynistic show. It is very Well, but they were... Isn't it deconstructing They were, the they were saying this was not okay, clearly. Yeah. Were they? He's not, I, he's feel not like I don't know. I never watched it. Oh, well, then you can't I judge. I can't judge it. <laughs> yeah. I saw one episode. Think, it's yeah. about... You learn from the error of his Yeah, it's... Talk about it. Sidebar. That, to me, I liked it because it did feel like a time machine, and you're like... Whoa! This is the way people behaved right. back then. This is insane. Yeah, and you can kind of see how far or how little. You don't think men watched it? Like, yes. Why can't we bring those Some days did. back? Some definitely. Some did. definitely did. I'm yeah. sure, oh but I don't think that was the intention of the okay. show. I, I would say the 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 main. Uh, it said if there was anything like that in the show, it was the fashion. 
Yeah. Oh, the yeah. Style the fashion, and fashion is pretty and awesome. That stuff is like I but, do love the, the furniture. You know, and the furniture. But like, good era for furniture. It is bad era for yeah women's behavior. Rights. Yeah, <laughs> just general behavior. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, a lot yeah. of human rights yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> just in general, all the rights. But there are great chairs, though. Great there chairs. is an arc. There is a story arc, especially for the main female characters, oh, okay. about overcoming that oppressive stuff. So what? I would recommend checking it out. Hey, it's good. There's okay. a, it's telling a story. Welcome to the new podcast. <laughs> it's Mad about Mad Men. Mad Men. <laughs> that's good. Mad- that's very good. I'll fucking make that, that podcast. Was good. One person's Maybe angry that's the about it. The other person's super into it. Somebody and heard it, argue. and now he's going to get a meeting. And yeah, June. that's the meeting. <laughs> this Mad is about Mad Men. <laughs> I am going to make this podcast. Done. I'm going to rewatch Mad Men with guests. It's called Mad About Mad Men. It's a good show. It's yeah. actually a great title. Yeah. You'll be one of the guests on the show. <laughs> That was awesome. So let's talk about ETs. Let's talk <laughs> about these. Uh, first of all, I don't know oh, if you're paying. Wait, oh, wait. I did you didn't answer, finish your question. Yeah, I wanted okay, to, in case people were like, did this ever happen? Just oh, right, to let right, people right, right, know right, right. real quick. It has been shut off for me when it's like, you got to learn this on your own. And when those times have happened, I've been like, is this how everybody feels? And people, my, you know, people who know me like, yeah, Adela. Like they get annoyed. Like this is how we feel all the time. Go so you don't see what's coming next, right. and they're like, "No." Nope. I go, "Well, that's very horrible." Like I think it's like horrible, and I yeah. just freak out. I'm like, "This is a terrible way to live." This is why people are upset all and the then time. This is yeah. why people are upset, and then I go, "You know what? Now this is why I have to do this work because this is terrible." And it has been times, and I I don't under I don't it's it I I start freaking out but most of the time I always see something coming when I was pregnant I knew I was going to be born early I saw the NICU I saw everything mm, wow so I got the nursery ready early cuz everyone's like well, why are you doing that so I've always seen things so it's it's very few times I've been surprised which is kind of fun for me cuz I'm like wow I got surprised by something so. has anyone ever successfully thrown you a surprise party <laughs> one time my Good mom question. did and she didn't believe in this type of stuff so it's not why she did it but she kept saying she got me very upset and told me I was punished and I was about to cry, and then everyone came out. And she said, I said, why would you do this? She says, because it's so hard to surprise you. You can never surprise you. <laughs> it was torture. Oh it was the worst ever. A little surprise. Bit. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> and all the, all the guys had crushes on. I was just mortified. Oh, I was my mortified. There's wow. yeah. a better way to but do this. But it worked. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but it, she, it was successful. Just like crank up the noise levels so loud yeah. that you can't just torture see the, party. the poor yeah. person. Party coming. Um. All right. Yes. Ets. Let's ETs, talk about this. Yeah. So I don't know if you've been paying attention. Yeah. But there's a lot slowly since uh, December of 2017. There's more and more stuff coming out about military jets seeing and admitting that they've been seeing mm-hmm. unidentified crafts. They call them UAPs, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon. Okay. Um, and lately, there was just a story that came out last month or earlier this month about the na- naval officers are finally, like, Navy pilots are starting to get pissed that there's a stigma around uh, reporting these crafts that they see. So they mm-hmm. are... It's it's like this was a story in the Washington Post about um, the Navy is kind of like changing its policies about how these things are reported and are admitting that they are seeing stuff flying around in our skies that they cannot identify. 
So um, that's just kind of like yeah. where ufology is at right now. And yeah, I think there's I've people who are like way more into this. There's a lot of people who really think that like disclosure is starting to actually happen on a level. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Um, and I, that the fun of is like debating and wondering. Um, but I don't know. I didn't, I didn't know if you knew anything about that. But uh, But I'm wondering what is... We're living in a really weird time, obviously. Yeah. Shit is crazy right now. Very. And I wonder, I was even driving over going, is it, is it, has life just always been this weird? Has, is, 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 has, hasn't it always felt like there's just like political and environmental strife happening all the time? Is this just what f- being 40 feels like? And I'm like, I don't know. I really feel like something crazy is going on. There's some big change. I really feel like something's happening right now. Yeah. I don't know if it's just because, uh, I'm unhappy with the way things are, and I'm sure, and I know that there are people, people listening to the show who are probably really thrilled with the way things are. Right. But shit just seems yeah. fucked up right now. What the mm-hmm. fuck is going on? Are UFOs going to help us out? Who on the other side? <laughs> like, what? I don't know. Like, uh, what are the ETs? So let's talk about you talking to ETs, and what kind of insight do they have? Well, in all seriousness, there's two things that I... I've seen it as one, we have the internet. So I absolutely agree with you that things have been fucked up uh, many times. I don't think we can see history has shown us that, but we know everything now. Like we didn't know this small little town in China, what was going on. Like I know I didn't in the eighties as a kid, Mm -hmm. we didn't know every single thing that was going on that we do now, which is there's a benefit and there's a negative, but. And also being able to know everything. And then also being able to just find things that 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 support your world that's right that's right and ignore everything else right that's true so this is a weird so it's there's a positive and a negative to it but that's like anything right that's like anything that's is a progressive thing Mm -hmm. but the other the other thing that um there is a shift and i remember about maybe and I know a lot of people will be that know about this movement called the shift, the shift, the shift. Never and heard I, of the shift. You haven't heard of the shift? No. Oh, Michael. Is this kind of no. like a 2012 thing? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, some people out there might, might have some things to say that, the, the you know, when, when the shift is supposed to happen. How many Mayan references you got? The matter, the, 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 the melding of matter and spirit? What, what, what reference is this? Mayan calendar. Oh, 2012. Mayan calendar stuff. Oh no, it's not the mind calendar stuff, but it was a big disappointment. <laughs> that did, that was kind was of a ready. flop. Yeah. <laughs> Come on guys, that was that was bad. Wait, so but what what are you speaking um, about though? Yeah, so about I would say about 9 years ago I did hear something tell me like there's going to be a shift and the shift is the idea that this is how I see it. I if you look it up online, you'll see a bunch of things called the shift. But how I've seen it is that the two worlds are slowly starting to collide. So it's the this is why technology is helping us that it is going to start to happen. I remember the being two told worlds being the, the dimensions I've been talking about and this are well that is kind of what was behind yeah. the whole 2012 stuff and like Quetzalcoatl was a winged serpent god and he was like a flying snake and mm-hmm. and I know there's a lot of mythology that I'm leaving out in this right thing but the idea of a snake with wings 
yeah. is taking something that's very matter-based and grounded, a snake, and then allowing it to fly. So mm. it's, it's so it's kind of the melding of matter and spirit into one, which right. is, you know, Alan Moore writes about a lot of this stuff mm-hmm. in his comics and like Promethea and, to- and Tom Strong mm-hmm. talked about like his apocalyptic worldview was essentially this. It was the post-apocalyptic world was where three-dimensional living, breathing humans like us were coexisting with the spirit realm right here on yes. Earth. But except for the only thing In that In a I, positive way. Yeah, that's right. The only thing I would say is that no one has to fear. There's not going to be fall. There's not going to be no fall. There's not going to be a falling down or or things going horrific. It's slowly been happening, and now people are starting to see it. And so that's what the awakening is about, too. The whole awakening idea is that people who are seeing it are asking questions like you guys are and talking about it, and the people who are refusing to see it are going to have a harder time, because it's going to, it's happening anyway. So, and then, and the new generations and the new babies being born are kind of coming in to help with it. They're a little more evolved. So it's just evolvement and that is happening. And so that realm, the, uh, the ET realm and the spirit realm, they are all in, um, the higher beings are all helping creating this awakening and this shift because it's like, it's time to, it's time, this time is now. So I remember hearing like, this is why this is you have to go do this work because you have to help people awaken, not in a mean, abrupt way that people think, but in a loving, compassionate, empathetic way. But people who are refusing will, will have a, excuse me, a hard time. Right. Yeah. We're talking like Sunday morning breakfast in bed awakening, not like Monday morning harsh like, alarm right. I overslept. But you yeah, guys like, are doing, like, this podcast is a part of that. That That's what I'm trying right. to say. Like, you guys asking questions. This, there, when I started reading, like, 16 years ago, professionally, people thought I was, like, insane when I talked about time zones, and t- they didn't know, know what I was talking They're like, wait, you don't use cards? I mean, they didn't know what I was talking about. And now people are like, yes, mm-hmm. yes, exa- yes, I understand. Right. So people are much more in this place, but it is amping up a little bit because we have to create the shift. Okay. And eventually to get to a place where like Star Wars, where, you know, Yoda and was hanging out with Luke and, you know, to, to get to a place where you see in Harry Potter where energies can, it can be normal. Do you think that's where existence is headed? Do you think it's going to be like, we're literally going to be able, I'm going to be able to sit, Across yes. the table from a dead loved one, and they're like sparkling in a sparkling not even force spark- ghost not even form? sparkling. Just this, they're gonna you're gonna be able to have that communication, just like event like VR is helping us understand how to have different connections. Right, and then now we haven't mastered it yet, but hologram type of idea. Right, but yeah, absolutely. That's the whole reason why I'm doing this is to connect people to that realm, so that realm can more and more tell you like we can have a relationship together whoa cool do you think technology plays a large role in the creation of that world yeah because it's helping people understand the concept that you can be in two worlds so maybe i've seen too many you know movies where like the evil corporation tries to get in there and and take (laughs) this over but like what like role will like Apple or like Disney have in this type of real like I, when you say stuff like this I'm like man this is gonna like I, I just feel like 
what's going to happen to like the capital, like the, the fucking like the system when this happens? You know what I mean? Are there going to be like corporate bad guys who are going to try to like take take over and monetize the other side? Um, that can't happen. Because the Watchers got those not just fucking the Watchers, cool yeah, not the Watchers, <laughs> but the, there's a lot of high beings, higher beings, a much more powerful. Um, Is anyone wearing like a suit and tie gonna get their face melted off? <laughs> Almost, well, definitely. the thing is, is that you got to understand those corporate people are actually afraid of this type of thing yeah. most of the time. So, I mean, it's just, I'm not saying all of them because there's a lot that are actually well versed in this, but it's not going to happen in that kind of way. This, there's no, there's no controlling that energy. Got it. That's the second time you've said that, um, that some people in high power, uh, high high places of power in the corporate world are are very knowledgeable about this stuff. Mm-hmm. That sounds a little conspiratorial, is it? No, I've read for very powerful people. Oh my goodness! Oh, she knows. So so, uh, what do you what do you mean they know this stuff? It's just I would say that from my experience, I would say that I'm not saying that I've. Because I, I think some people will hear that, and I'm not saying this is what you're saying. I'm yeah. just like covering the bases here. We'll be like. That's like the Illuminati right. people who are using the occult to gain more power. Yeah. And no, like that no, kind no, of no, stuff. no. Let me rephrase that. People who uh, a lot of people in power are not uh, coming from a bad place. They're coming from an understanding of energy and understanding how to how to use their power wisely and understanding um, the whole concept of energy and and how to pull things to you and that the responsibility of that. And when I've read for people that I will say to people, listen, I'll help guide you to this. But if you don't use this responsibly, that realm will take it from you and you, you will fall. So you've seen people rise and then you wonder why they fall. You've seen famous people, you've seen powerful people. Yeah, That realm, ha- there is a spiritual warfare. There is a spiritual warfare happening where there's a realm that wants to rule over and oppress, and then there's the other side that wants to free and awaken. Okay. So there are some bad guys on the other side. Yeah, there's definitely bad... There's negative energy, bad energy that wants to destroy for the sake of destroying. Got it. And want to oppress and rule over. That's the battle between the two. Mm. And so I'm not saying... I'm not trying to paint like everything's just roses and utopia, Mm -hmm. but um, you have to know both. You have to be aware of both, obviously. So yeah, of course there's there's, there's both. And where do the ETs fit into all this stuff? Like you say, the ET realm, the spirit realm... Are they one and the same? Do they cross? Do they have better access to one another than 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 we do? Yeah, they have. They definitely have better access to another than we do because they're not bound to this physical realm and they're not coming from fear. The ET realm, from what I've been shown, is they're absolutely trying to help guide and awaken. Of course, they're part of it. They're part of the collective conscious whole. Okay, but we're afraid of it. Right. So a lot, even though we say we want it, they I've been told, like, even me, they're like, if we've a, physically just walked through the door, we know you'll freak out. So this is uh, why. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so that's <No>. why <laughs> we're all waiting. Awesome, though, just walk, walk through the door. Yeah. But that's why I've seen them it, through telepathic and and. Uh, other things, you know, where I thought I was asleep, and I've told you guys about that. So they they know that people would weird out. So even though they're saying they really want it, so but yeah, they're very actively involved in in what's going on because so they're I, part of the other 
d- dimensions. I appreciated that um, when I had my weird photo stuff in Thanksgiving and it looked like there was an alien in the reflection of a window in the background. Adela was like, yeah, this, this, this tracks, go back and listen to this. I think it's actually the whole, we covered the whole thing on a, a Patreon episode, we did, yeah. but I had a weird entity appear in the background of a, of a photo. It's up on the, um, on the Instagram. If you go back to around Thanksgiving of 2018, you'll Do you see feel it. Yeah. Like, did you feel like it was something real? It, it was, it, it did kind of, yeah. I, I think enough that I brought it up on this show, you know, yeah. because I, I, I you, you know, were like, pretty excited about I, it. Well, I was just sort of like, look, if we have a show about this stuff, let's talk about it. Yep. You know what I mean? So I might have, I might be just seeing something here. But what was weird about it was it was a thing where in the first, I had taken a series of photos, mm-hmm. and in the first photo I saw what looked like an apparition, like almost like a mist right. that, that, that Susie Gardner later said that, that she even said the food wasn't hot. That uh, wasn't the food steam steamed debate. But it was, it was almost yeah. like, it was almost like that caught my attention. Right. And then that made me go, I need to look closer mm-hmm. at these pictures. And I scrolled like two photos over and in, I'm talking in the deep background, it was a reflection of a reflection. My eye went directly to this thing, and I kept zooming in, and there appeared to be what looked like the uh, half, like, almost like peeking around a door mm-hmm. of, like, a, a an alien, like a, a classic gray, mm-hmm. which you said it wasn't a gray. Well, because I, I sent you the photo because yeah, I was like, "Yeah, what do you I, think about this?" I Am I just seeing like stuff? The ones I've seen that aren't like the tiny little ones, right. you know. But so, it's very similar. So, what have you seen, and who are these guys, and who's following me? Because well, I've, I've had one appear. But you know, Michael, yeah. if you're taught, let, let me let me. I'm going to say this to yes. you right now because I've tried to say this to you before. If I'm going on record, yes, <laughs> you have abilities. You see things. You're in denial. When you're ready to like open them up, I will help you. Okay. A, oh, okay. B. Oh, thank you. B. If you are talking about it, and this goes for both of you uh-huh. and Riley Bryce and, and Bryce. Bryce, this is for him too, because Bryce Bryce knows, but he kind of limits. But he knows he sees things. Bryce That's is, accurate. Bri- that is very accurate. Because yeah. I'm like, let's talk about it. And Bryce is like, like no, he needs not. to take more time to process he stuff needs before more time he feels to okay process to talk it, about it. To talk about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you guys are all going about it. But you you also say a lot of stuff that I know you're hearing. You just are not realizing you're hearing it. Because you say things are that you're connecting. Like you'll hear a story and you go, it's this. And I'm like, yes, it's that. Right. So it's... And, he just quite Riley, I feel like just quietly kind of lets things come through him and he doesn't need to say it, but I think he knows a lot more than he says. Oh, he definitely yeah. knows a lot. Yeah, he just we he's quiet about it and you know, he he's a musician and that's high vibrational. So that, that was what I was about to yeah. say. Yeah. And then Bryce we talked cool. about, so we know Bryce is limiting it. But what I was gonna say to you, if you're talking about this and you're talking to them, that is what they require. That is all they require. So, of course, you have things trying to communicate with you. Okay. And appear and and coming into your space. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, into it. I'm getting thumbs up. Right, 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 right on, dude. So, who are these? Then, <laughs> Let's do this. So, who is, what is this type of ET? Do you they think? Are the because wh- they're not showing up in UFOs and beams of light. They're no, like no. showing up in photographs where they don't belong. They're interdimensional. Or they're showing up at my window at yes. 4 a.m. Yeah. yeah. The one that you showed up in your window wasn't so friendly. 
Oh, sleep tight, Michael. <laughs> well, at least I have Al wait, there wait, to scare wait, him away. Wait a minute. Uh, let me just say they're not meaning any ill will, but they're curious about you because when you talk about these things, you're sending out a Wi-Fi <sighs> signal. Don't get all... Don't, don't I'm good. Get, I'm you're, good. You're sending <laughs> out a Wi-Fi <laughs> signal of saying you're interested in talking to them. So that's it. It's like a signal, and you sent the signal back that night like, I am not, and then they go. Right. Okay, so it was fine. So you can have that power, just like True Blood, okay? The alien... To me, the ones that I know that are friendly don't invade in right. that way. Okay. okay. So what I'm trying to say is the ones that I see that are trying to help you are ones that are trying to go, listen, we don't, we know it freaks you out. So we're just slowly in a very subtle way trying to let you know. Hide in the background of a photo right. that's super creepy. Yeah. <laughs> but it, but it's a, it's a interdimensional way of letting you know right. it's not even there that that being wasn't there. They're just able to d- reflect an image of themselves. Right. right I love right. that it's a reflection of a reflection, yeah. too. That makes yeah. it really cool. And there's no- there was nothing in there that looks And like they can so talk weird. to you when you want to. Okay. But you can also say you don't want to. Why am I so scared of this stuff? Because it, even all the stuff I've seen, I've had, you know, and I've gotten used to, like, uh, you know, like, an airplane just going off, like airplane, toy airplane going off saying, how come you're not, I mean, the phone calls that I covered in that YouTube, I don't know if you, the phone calls I've gotten. Uh-huh. Right. We're, we hear stories about this all the time where like you get a weird phone call. No, no, no. Wait. Oh, let's talk about it then. Okay, because this I'm, is I'm the sure probably, if anyone out there has had this experience, I'm curious because no one I know has, but it used to happen to me almost once a month where I'd be on the phone. And you're on the other line, you drop away, and I hear, doll she shawl me, shawl she sh-, like another language. What? Doll she shawl me, like that, right? Like repeating the same tonal inflection. So it's not, you know, I'm not a musician like him, but I understand tonals. And you know, understand when you hear another language that someone's like repeating the same thing. Right, yeah. And then it would, and I would say, what do you want? <laughs> Believe it or not, I'd be like, "What?" And it would go, "Dolce, show like." And then I, and then it would before it would happen. I would always know what happened because the phone would go like that, and then it would start. And then, and then they would. I would say, "I heard you guys. I heard you. What do you want?" And then it would drop, and the person would come back and be like, "What just happened?" And they hear you talking. They would never. I'd be alone. Only twice did someone hear it. Once was a guy I knew who was into aliens. So they, I guess, I don't know. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, that was crazy. And the other girl was like, I'm no longer your friend. Goodbye. <gasps> like, no way. Yeah, she freaked her out. It freaked her out big time. Whoa. So you, it would happen cool. to me once a month. So often. And it would be the same thing. I would know it was coming because it it's not like cell phones don't scramble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it would go. Well, I'm just saying I never heard. That particular Yeah, it's like when something's trying to find a frequency. Right. Like in the olden days, actually, like in the olden days, but like in the days when you had landlines and things. Or not even that, but like the radio, like a radio. Not, not. 
Yeah. Well, John Keel in Strange Creatures from uh, in a Strange Creatures book, I can't remember the full title. He talks about there were um, areas that had high level activity of UFOs, and there's particularly this one family on the farm that kept seeing this stuff. And this okay. is almost like a uh, almost like a mini um, skinwalker situation. Not not that crazy, but. Um, um, Did they have this type of phone? They would no, but they would get phone calls where they would pick up the phone and hear something that sounded like an, a language that no one understood right. come through, and kind of, it almost yes. sounds exactly like this. And then, and so he's record. This is a phenomenon that does okay. occur. Okay, it's not super common, I think, but but like John Keel wrote about this stuff for okay. sure. So you're not alone. I know. I had it and this might be different. To me, like weekly for a while, and then, um, and then my sister was on the phone once. Who this isn't like totally her thing, yeah. but she heard the scrambling part. Yeah, and then she went off, and they did it, and she said, "What was that?" Like just even that part freaked her out. Yeah, and so I can't, you know. So it used to happen a lot. So when that airplane thing happened, it's a toy airplane. You have to push all the way down. It scrambled. It was sitting by the bed. I was watching oh, it, and it went, and it went, how come you're not answering our radio contact? And then it went, how come you're not answering? And this plane- The toy airplane yes, said this? Yes. In the, English? Like that? The plane had the sayings already, oh, right? Oh, okay. Let gotcha, me rephrase gotcha, that. Gotcha, the planes gotcha, had gotcha. those sayings already, but there were a bunch of different ones in order, right. and it went back to the same one Whoa. twice. And I said, I heard you guys. That's enough. Cut it out. And it stopped. So when I used to get these calls, I, one time I was in Target and I was like on the phone and did, I said, this is getting ridiculous. And, and I, so I started going, fine, I'll talk to you guys. So that's when I started talking to those beings. And once oh. I started talking to those beings, it stopped. Wow. But it okay. used to happen so often. And it is very, I'm not going to lie, it's alarming. Yeah, I would say so. Also, what sort of intense airplane toy has the dialogue line, <laughs> why aren't you answering our communications? It's from the movie Airplane. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Like, that's a bleak toy. But it was supposed to say other things like, hey, let's land, you know, right, and it right. just scrambled and I watched it. I just watched it scramble. Whoa, weird. And I watched my, I've, I, had, I have had other things, like yeah. my notepad start moving and clicking on an article about the the you know the family that people say are connected to the uh, to aliens the Roth Roth oh the Roth oh boy you're going real like- I did not know any of these things this was like a notepad this was even before iPads Got and it. I was watching it click this article and get it big and I was like Whoa. what is this about and then I looked it up yes you guys have had things that would freak people out and then the part is that luckily sometimes people went on the phone with me because otherwise i just sound a little right. crazy right i didn't know the rothschild <laughs> rothschilds had like alien connections I'll i don't know to... that's what pe- that's what people say i mean i know that they're like know. part of the whole illuminati conspiracy right i don't stuff, know but oh that sounds like a rabbit hole i'll I have think, to go down i think the main thing time. for me was that it was clicking and opening on its yeah. own and i yeah. mean i don't know Someone was doing it or this stuff. I don't so, know. So, so, so those beings are, once I started talking and allowing those energies, that's mm-hmm. when I started getting more and more the messages about what we're trying to do to help uh, awaken people. Got it. Mm-hmm. Or do you know where they're from? Oh, 
they're always telling me they're interdimensional, like the blue ones that some people call the Arcturians. Uh-huh. And um, when you go to the alien convention, you'll hear of these blue bird ones. They are not that. That's right. We'll be at Contact in the Desert yes. in less Can't than two weeks. Can't wait to hear about Coming that. Up. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be, it's going to be a uh, trip. Can't wait to hear about that one. <laughs> oh, man. She's got quite great. a smile when she's in there. It's going to be good. But oh, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, but it's not the blue birds, which you'll hear about. Okay, they're, okay. they're more like the. They're tall, skinny, blue, and they're they're supposed to be. People have called them the Arcturians. I had that's how I've seen them, and they're supposed to be like these very highly evolved interdimensional beings that are all about trying to wake people up and bring. And do you awareness. think that that's what you saw in that photo that I sent you? That I said the one that you sent, I felt like was that one I had seen, but the very first time I ever seen one. They, they are kind of like grays, but they're not like those robotic. Yeah, yeah, this had more like round. Rounder, rounder looking eyes right? And rounder exactly. Head. I've never seen black eyes. I've seen their eyes normal. Okay. You know, like almond, but not yeah. like scary. You know, and yeah. Um, yeah. Riley's making these faces. <laughs> was I making faces? <laughs> You're like, have you? He's seen? just thinking He's about thinking it. Thinking about it. I was just, but, yeah, I was just thinking, yeah, I was thinking the, about contact in the desert. Actually, I was like, what is are that you going to? Like? Are you going? To oh con- yeah, we're doing oh, a live wow. show. I'll be there. Cannot wait for you guys. Two thirty in the Enterprise room. That's so right. you have to wow. have a ticket to come see us. It's basically like we're doing a panel, but it's a podcast. You're so. going to yeah. see a lot of. Fun stuff. stuff. Yeah. Interesting. It sounds like you and my dad going to a <laughs> UFO <laughs> festival in Roswell. I don't think so. I think your dad would think I was crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably. I'm, I'm pretty grounded <laughs> about it. Though. Yeah, no, this is, why, this, this is why it's great to talk to you because you're so grounded about it and so conversational, you know, that even if, if someone's listening who doesn't believe in, in in this stuff or doesn't buy it, and I think they're my minority in our audience or our listenership, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, this is exactly the kind of conversation that, you know, I imagine have, ha- imagined having, you know, starting this podcast, which is like, let's just talk about it and yeah. follow mm-hmm. it and see where this kind of thing right. leads, you know? Yeah, That's like why I want to know was... if anyone else has had these phone calls because I've looked it up and I haven't really found anything cool. except for what I did think I saw an article of. I'll send, I'll, I'll show you that book um, and I'll, you can check it out. And there's I'm sure a lot of... people will have like, oh, there's this technology or whatever, but I'm telling you, if you, the, I'm telling you the girl that was on the phone with me, she's like, you have too much weird stuff happening. Yeah. I can't deal with it. Have you, mm-hmm. have you read much John Keel? Have you read his stuff no, like Mothman Prophecies? You, no. you need to, you would, I think you'd really, okay. you know, he was mostly active in like the 60s, 70s. Mm-hmm. But I, I definitely think you should read his stuff because it. I'm, I'm hearing echoes of what you're saying and okay. some of the books that I've been reading. So we'll talk about that off air. Okay, we have to wrap up this episode, which sucks. Yeah, well, yeah, that flew by. Yeah, it flies by, and it's probably longer than we even think. Adela, <laughs> yes, are you going to stick around for just a few more minutes over and go with us to our other side and talk to? Us over on the Patreon. I always, I'm happy to go to the other okay, side. Okay, great. Awesome. We're gonna do. Adela's gonna um, join us over on the other side. She's gonna instruct us, give us a brief rundown on how to cleanse your space so if you're having problems like we're having here in the studio. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. I want to thank Adela Levine again for coming on the show. Where can people find you? Where can people find your podcast? Oh, yeah. So um, you can find me on uh, AdelaLevine.com, Adela Levine on all social media. Our podcast like right now is just on Spotify and 
Breaker. I it's yeah, but I went to. I just listened to it straight off. I didn't have to Google download Play. anything. So if you Google it, you can find yeah, it. Yeah, if you Google it, we're, I haven't. I, we haven't gotten notification that we're approved for iTunes or anything yet. Uh, but you'll get that. All right. Yeah. But you know, we're just babies in that world, in the podcast world. Well, but our listenership will come over and help yeah, help build an but audience. We're not for babies you guys. in what we do, so we we are experts in what we do, and um. You know, we we're grounded and have a good time with and it. And you are cool. available for readings. Too. Oh, that's right. I, am. I have gotten people from your show get book readings. That's so thank all, you. That's awesome. Yeah, so I am available for readings at dailevine dot com. And also, if you want to watch YouTube, my YouTube, and you have it's out there for you free on all these subject matters. I just posted one today on remote viewing. Great, cool. awesome. We'll definitely check that out. Uh, right, Riley and I, along with Bryce, will be at Contact in the Desert Saturday, June first, two thirty. Uh, in the enterprise room, please come see us do that show. Yes. Please come and, uh, you know, it'll be, uh, it's going to be wild. We don't know what to expect. We have some awesome guests lined up, which we're going to keep a surprise. Yep. Might announce them next week since it'll be the week of the show. But it's going to be awesome. Then, you're just going to have to Are wait and find out. Are you sleeping there for like a few days? One we're day. We're going to stay the night. Yeah. Yeah. I, gotta, we gotta, I we want to spend some we time We got a there. hotel room. Yeah. We'll not tell you where, but. Yeah, please don't tell me. <laughs> don't. Find us. Unless you're a stupid tall blue alien. I'm sending them. Give me an Arcturian. I'm gonna get phone calls. I'm gonna get drunk on convention cocktails with a couple Arcturians. That sounds awesome. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week, and until then, go get regressed. All right. Bigfoot Collectors Club is produced by Riley Bray. Our theme song is Come Alone by Sun Eaters, courtesy of Lotus Pool Records. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. It really helps get the podcast to more listeners. To support the show, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash Bigfoot Collectors Club and unlock multiple reward episodes every month. In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch involved in a then unheard of secret organization called the Illuminati and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes. Hey, this is Eric Malinsky, host of the podcast Imaginary Worlds. Each episode, I explore different sci-fi fantasy genres, talking with filmmakers, novelists, game designers, cosplayers, comic book artists, and anyone who works in the field of make-believe. I also look at the fan experience, asking, why do we suspend our disbelief? You can subscribe to Imaginary Worlds wherever you get your podcasts.